now arriving downtown Santa Monica Station. Hi, this is Joshua, Joshua Townsend Zellner with Notes on Your Notes. And this is a podcast for Thanksgiving, a day of giving thanks. And, you know, at my encouragement, I have to say uh, that our usual co-host here, Adam Lesser, co-host and co-creator, founder of Notes on Your Notes, he, he begged begged me. He's like, are you sure? Are you sure it's okay? I can do a show with you if you want. I'm like, no, Adam, please. You've, you know, I don't know if you guys remember, but Adam had a whole riff on how his family loves Thanksgiving. It's their holiday of the year. And, you know, family and friends came from all over the country to be here this week. And, and, uh, I said, no, please, Adam, go, go enjoy. Um, and, uh, and we'll take care of here. The, the front of notes on your notes. Um, so he's, uh, he's off enjoying his time with family and friends, which is fantastic. I so appreciate that he gets that time and, and it's time for us to talk about, um, the creative process for actors, writers, people who are involved in the art of story creation and telling and sharing and all those good things. So, uh, I'm really glad you're here. And today we have a really, um, interesting, I feel, uh, topic, which is, um, as artists, sometimes we can get caught up in, um, our art, and, uh, and, uh, that's awfully wonderful and a great thing to be a part of. There's another aspect, though, which is sometimes we can get so caught up in our art that we, uh, leave out the humanity, we leave out the human, um, and I'm going to talk about one thing really specifically about that, and that is this uh, this thing of of how we communicate verbally. Um, so on a certain level, right now, I just said, hmm, 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 like that. And a lot of times when we're doing scripted material, either as a writer, we're either writing it, or as an actor, we're performing it, or as a director, we're helping realize the performance to its highest level um um we have some of these verbal fillers that are there of course uh and then on another level uh sometimes we feel like our characters or the script we're writing has to have that uh that witty or that perfect response or or an actual reply to a question or something that's being explored like sometimes why can't a human being in a scene just say to another human being I don't know what to say I don't even know what I'm doing right now or I'm confused which has to do with this level of vulnerability and and not having all the answers and not having it um, have a linear line in terms of a sequence a, a direct sequence of beginning, middle, end of, of where the scene needs to end, uh, which is like the design element for the, the writer. 
So I just really wanted to advocate to everyone to really um, tap into what really goes on between two human beings or five human beings since it's Thanksgiving and you're at a, uh, an event with family and friends. Um, and really look into that and uh, how do people express themselves and you know, not all the time is it a linear progression, not all the time uh, there's things that interrupt, there's things that get in the way of, of whatever it is that we're sharing. On a most, mm, on a most subtle level, there's the inhale. And uh, a lot of times we leave out the inhale. And what do I mean by that? I mean it quite literally. Um, so, I don't know, you know, I, I don't normally talk about this, but um, one of the things that I grew up with is, you know, a very active family. And uh, in that family dynamic, I had, um, I had a period where I did, uh, I stuttered. I had a stutter, a stammer, however, whatever you want to call that. And um, part of it was just, you know, having a certain amount of energy to actually penetrate the family dynamic in terms of conversation, as they say, trying to get a word in edgewise. And then the pressure that was along that mm, dynamic uh, which compounded the problem of trying to get a word in when you're trying to get a word in and you're stuttering and stammering. So I share all that because um, what happened was uh, I went to this amazing performance class. Uh, it was um, There's a gentleman by the name of Jerzy Grotowski uh, who's a, a world leader in, in the... Uh, esoteric theater arts uh, based out of um, Poland at the time and he did uh, internationally respected um, performances all over the world and did really interesting trainings he wrote a, a very powerful book called Towards a Poor Theater and the, one of his core actors uh, um, uh, was was doing a training here in Los Angeles um, and I was fortunate to, to be picked to be uh, a part of that training uh, group. And it was a two-week uh, training period. And um, it was the actor who played in a, in a production of his called The Constant Prince. And uh, Richard Cheslak was his name. And he was also in the Mahabharata and some other uh, well-known performance pieces and some films. Anyway, so I'm in uh, sort of the halfway point of this workshop, and we're sitting in a, in, a, in a small circle, and he's sharing whatever he's sharing. And I'll never forget this moment. I, um, I was sitting there, and I, I had a question that was germinating, and I, I did an inhale. I went, like I was trying to, you know, articulate whatever it was. And then I kind of exhale. I went, oh, maybe I'm not going to share that question or whatever the response was. But it was just the inhale like that. And um, he turned to me in this group of 35, 40 people, and he turned and he goes, yes? And in that moment, it was amazing. It was like, in that moment, I was like, how did he know? How did he know I wanted to share something? I, I was thinking about something. I was like, wow, he could read my thoughts. But it wasn't that he read my thoughts. It's just that he was aware uh, he noticed something, and he responded like a human being would respond in that moment. It's like, yes. 
And the contrasting experience I had growing up was quite the opposite of that. So, you know, if I inhaled, uh, <laughs> there was no um, external uh, recognition of that. And it's deeply human, you know, to see and be seen and to hear someone and to allow space for that. So um, I advocate that to everyone in terms of, you know, digging in deep and uh, into your scripts and your narratives and uh, the emotional tracking of, of your core characters and looking for those moments or, or uh, exploring those moments or when does someone have something to say and they only say like half of it or they just say, I... I, I'm, I'm, and the other person says, what, confused? You don't know what's going on? You know, whatever it is. Um, but really play with it and, and open up space. That's really what I'm saying here is open up space so it doesn't have to be so linear. It doesn't have to be so logical because we as human beings aren't. And maybe there's a, maybe there's a character in your piece that's incredibly logical, completely linear, and that you would follow that track. And then perhaps the person that he or she is having a scene with is not. And, and that can also be a source of conflict or fun or, or at the very least contrast. So that's what I wanted to share in terms of that part. And then the other part that I wanted to um, uh, talk about today, uh, if that's the art part, that's the being more human within your art. Um, the other part that I wanted to share is um, we had... Uh, some listeners wanting to know about Adam's coffee mug. <laughs> so um, a couple weeks ago, a couple episodes ago, Adam talked about this amazing new coffee mug that he picked up. And uh, so I got Adam to take a picture of it and I'll be posting it on Instagram and Facebook. So go to our accounts on either one of those social medias, Instagram or Facebook, and you will see a picture of Adam's new uh, coffee mug and, uh, you can see what we're talking about and why it was such an intense conversation. So that was pretty fantastic. Um, and so the other part I want to bring in today is the element of um, of growing as an artist. So as the first thing we talked about was really about um, go diving deeper into your work uh, as both uh, an actor and a writer in um scenes or monologues or anything to do with performance scripts and going after the humanity going after the human not knowing opening up space seeing what else is there and making it really human the other part is is that if i can expand my range as a human being as a person then i'm also going to expand my sensitivity and awareness uh, and uh and I'll have more range in terms of expression because I'll have more reference points um, as a as a as a human as a human being. So um, one of the ways that we can do that is we can get out of the habitual, you know, because we're we're all um, habit um, habit orientated in terms of what we do in life. Uh, we as human beings, as people, we set ourselves up to to live out patterns, uh, and uh, that's part of how we survive, how we function at our best, because through that pattern, through that repetition, you don't have to recreate the shower, you don't have to recreate brushing your teeth, it becomes a mechanical process, and so that we can get other things done within that process. Okay, so, 
there's upside on that, which is then you don't have to give certain attention to certain mechanical things that have to happen on a daily basis. The downside is is that we become habituated and that we only do or only experience certain things. So on a, in, a, in a very, I'm going to give an example here, on a very basic level, sometimes we will have a propensity to sit in a certain spot within a room most of the time. And if we're not sitting in that certain spot in that certain room most of the time, we're going to gravitate towards a certain area in a room, no matter what room it is. Like I have a tendency to be one of those people who sit on the perimeter. I tend to sit towards, you know, the back of the room or along the wall or on the sides. Hardly ever do I go into the middle of the room. And it doesn't make a difference if it's if it's a yoga class, a movement class, an acting class, um, uh, going to see a film. It doesn't make a difference. I'll, uh, or in a restaurant, I'll always gravitate towards the perimeter. So the other day I was in yoga class, and I was going with a friend of mine, and he uh, went ahead of me, and I was doing some other stuff. And when I got into the room, he had put his mat down and left space for my mat in the middle of the room. And I'm like, oh, man, oh, man, outside of my comfort zone, right? So I uh, I went over there. I was like, you know, Robert, come on, you know, dude, what are we doing here? I always sit over there. I sit on the perimeter or at least back here. And he's like, okay, okay. And I said, no, 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 it's cool. It's cool. We're, we're good. You know, um, we'll be in the middle of the room, not a problem. And it was good for me because I was able to um, go outside my comfort zone. I was able to have new and different feelings and experiences and literally different points of view. And uh, it just opened up something else inside of me. And I was able to relax with that and notice the feelings, the thoughts, and, um, and help to reduce the charge, right? Expand my range. Of, of being in a different place and also have different experiences. And, you know, someone who's sitting in the middle of a room would have a tendency to be more fast twitch, would tend to be a little more gregarious, a little more uh, open to being in the center of attention, right? And so working with that energy, it also helps me to tap into other characters and other points of view. So expanding your range. And this is this is my... You know, if you want to give me a Thanksgiving present, <laughs> if you want to give thanks for all of the shows that we do here on uh, on Notes or in Your Notes, Adam and I um, put together for you, what would be so awesome, what would be so amazing, would be if you would um, try on something like what I just shared, you know, from an artistic creative perspective, and to send in uh, through either through email or through even like a voicemail that you could uh, attach and then email it to us. Um, and uh, and let us know what you did. You know, like where, what habituated pattern did you notice? What did you do? Uh, what did you actually do to, to shift that? You know, what new behavior did you adopt? And then what thoughts and feelings and uh, an expansion of range and possibility and uh, uh, or insight into other character did you glean from that experience? Um, that would be so awesome. And then if you do it as a voicemail, you know, send us a little note saying if you want us to include it in the show, because we'll, we'll do a whole show dedicated to um, 
to the responses that we get from this or a segment of our show. And uh, we can either play it on our show if you'd like, and uh, you just have to let us know that that's what you want, and then introduce yourself the way you want. And if you don't want to have your own audio voice on the uh, show, then you can also just uh, write us a little email, and then just let us know if if you're okay with us uh, reading the email, and if so, how you want us to either um, address you in terms of, you know, identify you, just your first name or first name, last name, however you want it. It's totally up to you. Um, and that would be just the best if we could hear from uh, hear from you about actually uh, executing on, trying on one of these, uh, these exercises. Um, it really does help, and it really does help make uh, life more fun. And it also helps to influence the work that we do as, as artists, as storytellers, um, and also as just another, as a, as a human being, you know, right? Because this is about, this is about being human and tapping into our humanity. Um, I was watching something the other day, and uh, it was in another language. And for a few minutes, I actually completely forgot that it was in another language, I was just enjoying the humanity. I was enjoying the the characters' thoughts and feelings and what they were sharing and the intention. And I, you know, I could really feel them, you know, um, because again, as human beings, that's how we came into this world. You know, we came into this world not knowing any any uh, words or or you know being able to identify that, and we just sort of lived in this open space, you know, for years. Um, and then slowly we be, we began to work with language, you know, articulated language. You know, first we parrot words or sounds, and then and then those parroted words get a certain response, and then we start sharing sounds, uh, you know, to express our feelings, and we couple that with the words or the parroted words, and then eventually we get to you know sharing uh, thoughts as well, uh, abstract thoughts. So. You know, really uh, appreciating and tapping into that world uh, can only help um, help our ability to to be vulnerable, uh, to reach and touch another human being in terms of a heartfelt connection. Um, and uh, a big way of helping us do that is to expand the range of of what we notice and what we experience in life, you know? And that'll also couple into that uh, element of just being human and, and to, to appreciate how people express their humanity uh, and to bring that into your art form. Whatever your art form is, be it writing or acting or performing or speaking in front of a group or uh, producing it or directing it or you know, the having some sort of visual, auditory sort of experience, filmmaker in any sense. Um, yeah, yeah, because we as artists, we, we make an impact into our culture in a very unique and profound way. And, you know, we are the leaders. We are the, the way showers. We help uh, bring in new paradigms. Um, and, uh, and then that behavior gets replicated. Uh, because people need to see the behavior first before they can replicate it. And one of the ways that we can do that is by bringing in more humanity and making it more real. So this is uh, 
This has been another episode of Notes on Your Notes, a podcast about the creative process and the art of storytelling for actors, writers. And Adam Lester will be back with us next week. And uh, we look forward uh, to uh, having all those emails. And perhaps it'll be one of our last shows of the year, one of the first shows of the year, but we will definitely share all of the things that, that you all are experiencing and how you're expanding your range. It'll be just a great way to tap into that group energy field. So thanks so much for popping by. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Enjoy your time with family and friends and, uh, and give thanks that we all get to be artists and we're here for each other to support each other on this road. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time. This is Joshua Townsend, Zellner with Loops on your notes.